Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna, and I'm your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 4th of January, and it is the second day of Shvat on the Hebrew calendar. I just have a little announcement today before I get into our readings. For those of you who are new listeners, I want to welcome you so much to our podcast. It's such an honor and privilege for us to read the Bible for all of you busy moms out there who are blessed by getting the Word of God into your lives in one more way. And also for those of you who have been with us for longer, you have probably noticed over the past few weeks that one of our readers, Sophia, has been absent. Um, She's been adjusting to the fifth baby who arrived last Passover, and he's now been um, just going through a season of teething and sleep regression, and I know many of you can relate to that. It just wasn't possible for her to put him down long enough to record the podcast. So her hopes are to sleep train him pretty soon and get back to recording. And for those of you who have written in and asked about her, um, we're so thankful. That's so sweet of you. Back to today's podcast. So this week, our portion in the Torah is called Bo, which means come. And today's reading will be the third one the third Aliyah, as it's called, and it is Exodus 10, 24 through 11, 3. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our master. Pharaoh called to Moshe and said, Go, serve the Lord. Only let your flocks and your herds stay behind. Let your little ones also go with you. But Moshe said, You must also give into our hand sacrifices and burnt offerings, that we may offer sacrifice to the Lord our God. Our livestock also shall go with us. Not a hoof shall be left behind, for of it we must take to serve the Lord our God, and we do not know with what we must serve the Lord until we come there. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let them go. Pharaoh said to him, Get away from me. Be careful to see my face no more, for in the day you see my face you shall die. Moshe said, You have spoken well. I will see your face again no more. Now the Lord said to Moshe, I will bring one more plague on Pharaoh and on Egypt. After that, he will let you go. When he lets you go, he will drive you out from here completely. Speak now in the ears of the people, and let every man ask of his neighbor and every woman of her neighbor, jewels of silver and jewels of gold. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moshe was very great in the land of Egypt, 
in the sight of Pharaoh's servants and in the sight of the people. That was Exodus 10:24 through 11:3. Today's portion from the prophets is 2 Samuel 18. Then David counted the people who were with him and set captains of thousands and captains of hundreds over them. David sent the people out, a third part under the hand of Joab, and a third part under the hand of Avishai, the son of Tzuliah, Joab's brother, and a third part under the hand of Itai the Gittite. The king said to the people, I will also surely go out with you myself. But the people said, You shall not go out with us, for if we flee away, they will not care for us, neither if half of us die will they care for us. But you are worth ten thousand of us. Therefore, now it is better that you are ready to help us out of the city. The king said to them, I will do what seems best to you. So the king stood beside the gate, and all the people went out by hundreds and by thousands. And the king commanded Joab and Avishai and Itai, saying, Deal gently for my sake with the young man, even with Avshalom. And all the people heard when the king commanded all the captains concerning Avshalom. So the people went out into the field against Israel, and the battle was in the forest of Ephraim. The people of Israel were struck there before David's servants, and there was a great slaughter there that day of twenty thousand men. For the battle there was spread over the surface of all the country, and the forest devoured more people that day than the sword devoured. And Avshalom happened to meet David's servants. Avshalom was riding on his mule, and the mule went under the thick boughs of a great oak, and his head caught hold of the oak, and he was taken up between the sky and the earth. And the mule that was under him went on. And a certain man saw it, and told Joab, and said, Behold, I saw Avshalom hanging in an oak. Joab said to the man who told him, Behold, you saw it, and why did you not strike him there to the ground? I would have given you ten pieces of silver and a sash. But the man said to Joab, Though I should receive a thousand pieces of silver in my hand, I still would not stretch out my hand against the king's son. For in our hearing the king commanded you and Avishai and Itai, saying, Beware that no one touch the young man Avshalom. Otherwise, if I had dealt falsely against his life, and there is no matter hidden from the king, then you yourself would have set yourself against me. Then Joab said, I will not wait for you. And he took three darts in his hand and thrust them through the heart of Avshalom while he was yet alive in the midst of the oak. Ten young men who bore Joab's armor surrounded and struck Avshalom and killed him. Joab blew the shofar, and the people returned from pursuing after Israel, for Joab held the people back. They took Avshalom and cast him into a great pit in the forest, and raised over him a very great heap of stones. Then all Israel fled, each to his own tent. 
Now Avshalom, in his lifetime, had taken and reared up for himself the pillar which is in the king's valley, for he said, I have no son to keep my name in memory. So he called the pillar after his own name. It is called Avshalom's monument to this day. Then Ahimaaz, the son of Tzadok, said, Let me now run and carry the king's news, how the Lord has avenged him of his enemies. Yoav said to him, You must not be the bearer of news today, but you must carry news another day. But today you must carry no news, because the king's son is dead. Then Yoav said to the Cushite, Go, tell the king what you have seen. So the Cushite bowed himself to Yoav and ran. Then Ahimaaz, the son of Tzadok, said yet again to Yoav, But whatever happens, please let me also run after the Cushite. Yoav said, Why do you want to run, my son, since you will have no reward for the news? But come what may, he said, I will run. He said to him, Run. Then Ahimaaz ran by the way of the plain and outran the Cushite. Now David was sitting between the two gates, and the watchman went up to the roof of the gate to the wall, and lifted up his eyes, and looked, and behold, a man running alone. Then the watchman cried and told the king. The king said, If he is alone, there is news in his mouth. And he came closer and closer. Then the watchman saw another man running, and the watchman called to the gate and said, Behold, a man running alone. And the king said, He also brings news. The watchman said, I think the running of the first one is like the running of Ahimaaz, the son of Tzadok. And the king said, He is a good man and comes with good news. Ahimaaz called and said to the king, Shalom. He bowed himself before the king with his face to the earth and said, Blessed is the Lord your God, who has delivered up the men who lifted up their hand against my lord the king. And the king said, Is it well with the young man Avshalom? Ahimaaz answered, When Yoav sent the king's servant, even me, your servant, I saw a great tumult, but I do not know what it was. And the king said, Come and stand here. So he came and stood still. And behold, the Cushite arrived. And the Cushite said, Good news for my lord the king, for the Lord has avenged you today of all those who rose up against you. The king said to the Cushite, Is it well with the young man of Shalom? And the Cushite answered, May the enemies of my lord the king and all who rise up against you to do you harm be as that young man is. That was Second Samuel 18. Today's portion from the writings is Psalm 85. For the chief musician, a psalm by the sons of Korach. Lord, you have been favorable to your land. You have restored the fortunes of Yaakov. You have forgiven the iniquity of your people, you have covered all their sin, Selah. You have taken away all your wrath, 
You have turned from the fierceness of your anger. Turn us, God of our salvation, and cause your indignation toward us to cease. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you draw out your anger to all generations? Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your loving kindness, Lord, and grant us your salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak shalom to his people, his pious ones. But let them not turn again to folly. Surely his salvation is near those who fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth meet together. Righteousness and shalom have kissed each other. Truth springs out of the earth. Righteousness has looked down from heaven. Yes, the Lord will give that which is good. Our land will yield its increase. Righteousness goes before him and prepares the way for his steps. That was Psalm 85. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Luke eleven twenty nine through 54. When the multitudes were gathering together to him, he began to say, This is an evil generation. It seeks after a sign, and no sign will be given to it but the sign of Yonah the prophet. For even as Yonah became the sign to the Ninevites, so the Son of Man will also be to this generation. The Queen of the South will rise up in the judgment with the men of this generation and will condemn them, for she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Shlomo, and behold, one greater than Shlomo is here. The men of Nineveh will stand up in the judgment with this generation and will condemn it, for they repented at the proclaiming of Yonah, and behold, one greater than Yonah is here. No one, when he has lit a lamp, puts it in a cellar or under a basket, but on a stand, that those who come in may see the light. The lamp of the body is the eye. Therefore, when your eye is good, your whole body is also full of light. But when it is evil, your body is also full of darkness. Therefore, see whether the light that is in you is not darkness. If, therefore, your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, it will be wholly full of light, as when the lamp with its bright shining gives you light. Now as he spoke, a certain Pharisee asked him to dine with him. He went in and sat at the table. When the Pharisee saw it, he marveled that he had not first washed himself before dinner. But the Lord said to him, now, you Pharisees, cleanse the outside of the cup and of the platter, but your inward part is full of extortion and wickedness, you foolish ones. Did not he who made the outside make the inside also? But give us tzedakah, those things which are within, and behold, all things will be clean to you. But woe to you, Pharisees! For you tithe mint and rue and every herb, but you bypass justice and the love of God. You ought to have done these, 
and not have left the other undone. Woe to you, Pharisees, for you love the best seats in the synagogues and the greetings in the marketplaces. Woe to you, Torah teachers and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like hidden graves, and the men who walk over them do not know it. One of the Torah scholars answered him, Rabbi, in saying this, you insult us also. And he said, Woe to you, Torah scholars also, for you load men with burdens that are difficult to carry, and you yourselves will not even lift one finger to help carry those burdens. Woe to you, for you build the tombs of the prophets, and your fathers killed them. So you bear witness and consent to the works of your fathers, for they killed them and you build their tombs. Therefore also the wisdom of God said, I will send to them prophets and emissaries, and some of them they will kill and persecute, that the blood of all the prophets which was shed from the foundation of the world may be required of this generation. From the blood of Avil to the blood of Zechariah, who perished between the altar and the sanctuary. Yes, I tell you, it will be required of this generation. Woe to you, Torah scholars, for you took away the key of knowledge. You did not enter in yourselves, and those who were entering in you hindered. As he said these things to them, the Torah teachers and the Pharisees began to be terribly angry and to draw many things out of him, lying in wait for him and seeking to catch him in something he might say that they might accuse him. That was Luke eleven twenty nine through 54. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Ephesians 6 today too. And that wraps up our readings for this episode. I hope that the words of God will be a blessing to you today. And for those of you who are joining in with us, um, just beginning in this 2022 new year and wondering why in the world we are not in Genesis and, you know, kind of at the beginning, um, we began our reading cycles with the Simcha Torah celebrations in September and we go through all the Bible and it ends in next September like in the next fall the Hebrew fall feasts but I would encourage you just to stick with it anyway this is a cycle that keeps going forever and ever and it does not matter really where you start Um, if you keep with this And keep going with us, you'll get the whole picture, whether you start in January or September or any time, really. This is our six plus years of recording this podcast on a daily basis, and it truly has been a huge blessing in our lives to be able to read it for our listeners And we pray that it is a blessing for our listeners out there, all the busy moms and anyone else who listen and enjoy this podcast. We really, really pray a blessing over all of you as the word of God goes into your hearts and into your homes. Well, that's it for me. Sorry about (laughs) that was a little bit rambling there at the end. But um, in any case, 
I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time. Thank you.